Welcome to all of our listeners to the final Guildhall School events podcast this summer, and the last one ever to feature our class of 2015 actors. But before they head out into the sunset, we talk to them about our annual musical for 2015, which is the legendary Guys and Dolls. Joining us today are actors Katrina McKeever and Luke Dale, plus musical director Michael Haslam and choreographer Bill Deemer. This is one of the all-time most well-known musicals, but for those not in the know, Katrina, what's the story all about? Well, it begins off with uh, Nathan Detroit, who is desperately trying to find a place for his crap game um, and needs a thousand dollars. So he ends up making a bet with Sky Masterson mm. that he will not be able to take the most virginal mission, mission doll, uh, Sarah Brown, to Havana in Cuba. And Sky desperately tries to woo Sarah, and he promises her that if she goes with him to Havana, he will provide a lot of sinners for the mission which is going under because no one seems to want to be saved in this criminal underworld that is the scene for Guys and Dolls. Um, And they end up going to Havana and falling for each other. But trouble occurs in the waters. Um, Meanwhile, at the same time, Nathan has the Lieutenant Brannigan, who's the NYPD, breathing down his neck. And he has Adelaide, his fiancée of 14 years, desperately wanting to be married to him, and he's got all these pressures uh, going on. And all of this kind of accumulates and grows throughout the play, and there's ups <laughs> and downs and swings and, and roundabouts. And it all, it all, it's, it's a musical, it's a happy ending, definitely, but there's definite ups and downs that happen. Um, Very well said. <laughs> well, uh, Katrina's done a podcast before. I was saying that um, when you came in, you did the first one um, in your third year. Yes, we were both in that. We were both in So anyone listening to this, you can refer back to Trudeau Kiss to, to see how she's improved with her podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Developed, developed. My podcast training. Your podcast training, yeah. Um, but Luke, this is the um, end of year musical. Yeah. And it's the last thing that you'll ever do at Guildhall. I know. How how do you, how are you feeling about that? It's very sad in a lot in a lot of ways. It's a very strange time of the year to be doing such a big thing because um, uh, when when you're when you're you reach the end of your training, you go off and people start to do auditions and 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 start thinking about what's after. But um, but at the same time, you have to be completely committed to what we are doing. Um, but and, and and I think I think we've managed to still do that and um, and yeah it's 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 been a real a real good time um, but it's it's involved a lot of hard work mm. uh, but it will be emotional especially I'm just, I always think about the the end curtain call the final curtain call when that curtain goes down and we're all stood there I can't quite imagine yeah, there are going to be tears feelings. yeah I think so yeah, yeah. well um, hopefully there won't be too many tears and everyone's going on to to uh, bigger things mm. hopefully um, and we should mm. mention technical theatre students who uh, we don't have any of here today um, but um, obviously we're going to have uh, our third years leaving as well along mm. with you guys and they're people that you've worked especially closely with over yeah. the past few years um, so what what's that um, relationship been like for you well we're really lucky at Guildhall because you have so many of them and they um, they provide so much help um, and because they do, they allow you to just think solely about what you're doing. Um, 
so yeah yeah you yeah, develop really really good friendships and relationships working mm. relationships with people especially through this year and that's so vital not only here but also out in the in the professional world and mm. um, that's that's the way it is you know it's it's about a working relationship and being able to ask someone for something and and they they work so so incredibly hard yeah. and this this show is definitely a monumental yeah i think at the be- beginning of the year it was it was difficult to strike a balance between friendship and professionalism um in the first couple of shows either for me anyway i thought um but it, throughout the year it's quite it's become clearer when you're supposed when we have to work and when we have to when we can be mm-hmm. friends um, that took time to sort of realize that's what 30 is about so. yeah. mm. um, well onto the um, creative team or some some of the creative team that we have here today uh, Bill Deemer who's back in the um, podcast hot seat and uh, again mm. uh, you came uh, back you came last year didn't you for a yes. podcast of Grand Hotel yes um, so um, and I was overawed by the fact you have uh, won awards and things uh, Olivier Awards <laughs> <laughs> students that didn't know <laughs> very modest guy um, but you've Worked at Guildhall a number of times, and you come back every mm. every single summer. Um, so, what is it that keeps you coming back to Guildhall? Well, I started at Guildhall in 1995. Um, the previous choreographer was the genius David Tagore, who actually choreographed Guys and Dolls at the National Theatre, which was the definitive production of Guys and Dolls. Um, and David, unfortunately, was taken ill and Martin Connor was seeking a new choreographer. I was in my very early days of choreography then, and the actress Janie D said, why don't you try Bill Dima? And I've been here ever since. <laughs> um, it's a unique school um, because it doesn't have a complete dance training for musical theatre. They're trained in movement, so it's my job to make an actor dance and it's worked here it's like a people say well why do you do a musical at the end of the third year it's always been done and it's a culmination of bringing together the stage management indeed the musical side of things which is utmost professional and incredible for a choreographer to work with a huge orchestra and to bring all that together you know and there are some years that dance better than others Fortunately, Guys and Dolls is probably one of the best years I've ever had here for choreography, and I'm very, very excited. Is that because of the quality of the the, the It's their commitment. The dance it's their commitment to yeah. actually understanding it. I mean, they're learning 15 years of style and dance training in six weeks, you know? Um, but because of their acting skills, you have to approach it a different way. Uh, presumably, some uh, some acting students have uh, more dance skills than other ones. Of course, of course. <laughs> so how do you how do you get around that? That's you have to you cut your cloth accordingly, shall we say? <laughs> and you have to judge that in the room. Um, I've, I'm lucky that I worked with all of this group in the second year. Um, on um, on Good News, which was their musical theatre project. So I know basically what they can all do. Um, but they develop, you know, and of course I then have to balance it with my friend here, Michael, the musical director, who has to create the sound that is required for the show. 
Um, so, well, we better talk to Michael, um, who's sitting, so. sitting patiently in the corner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you've worked at, at Guildhall before, but not for a long time. Is that correct? I think I was last here nine or ten years ago. I did. Um, I believe it was Guildhall's 125th anniversary, and we did Cinderella. It wasn't the final end-of-year musical. It was like a Christmas Yes, it was. Show. Yes. Oh. Um, I think that was the last time That's I was in right. the building. But I trained here before the old Queen died. Um, and the first musical I worked on here, I was assistant on Wonderful Town in 1984. And that was where I, my career started, in musical theatre. So I've got a lot to thank Guildhall for. Um, maybe I should say a bit about what the musical director does. I think you should. Please do. Um, Basically, anything that's at all musical, I'm in charge of it. I have to liaise with all the other departments. I have to liaise with Bill and the choreography, make sure the music fits what Bill's trying to do, the story Bill's telling. Um, I have to respect the score and the rights and the orchestrations. Um, I work with Martin Connor, the director. Um, I work with the cast, teaching them the music, teaching them the chorus music and the solo music. it's fantastic here because they're all actors, which is what directors in the real world want. They they want actors. They don't want the best singers. If they can't act, they're not interested. Absolutely. So we, it's a terrific treat here to have um, actors that have just finished their training. Basically, they're professional actors now. I treat them Absolutely. as professionals. Um, and, uh, and then there's the orchestra. We've done four weeks rehearsal. Today's the last day of four weeks rehearsal in the rehearsal room with the cast. Monday morning, I get the orchestra for the first time. That's always going to be an exciting thing. Um, never quite know um, what stage they're at. They're not all final year students. Some will be third years, some will be first years, so there might be four, fourth year students from the music side. Um, I have to liaise with the music department over that, over the orchestrations and who we get. Um, and also I have to liaise with the sound department and there's an external professional sound designer and then there are also the technical sound students um, working on the show so it's it's like a massive jigsaw putting all those pieces together and at the end of it what you're doing is telling the story you're just helping (laughs) the story and it's a story that's been told many a time as I was uh, saying before we started Um, this musical has been done I don't know countless times um, with it, with something like this how do you is it something that you just stick to what's already been done and just do the musical or is it something that you know you can you you know the creative team are trying to do in a new way well it's funny we were only talking about this earlier on Guys and Dolls is the definitive musical yeah you don't have to rewrite it what's written is exactly what you should do it is absolutely genius writing mm-hmm. in all departments i think you'll agree with me absolutely i the score now i've been working on it with mike it is light years ahead of its time it is genius what's written uh, and and the book and many many theatre critics and professionals will say it's the best musical ever written and I'm sort of inclined to agree yeah. after the thing is it's not it's not just the characters no, and the dialogue no. and the lyrics and the lyrics are almost instantly Absolutely. memorable aren't they mm-hmm. yes. you hear the song once and really you can just 
you just know the lyrics. Um, but it's also the detail, the detail of the vocal harmonies. Quite often you do a show and you have to start from scratch and read, yeah. do all the vocal arrangements from scratch because what's in the book was just done for a particular company the first time around and it doesn't really work with anyone else. All the vocal arrangements in Guys and Dolls, they just work. Work. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I have to say we've got a terrific ensemble sound. Uh, we really have. We really just, have. Yeah. and normally uh, in a musical, uh, you have to trim and change the dance arrangements and really hack them apart. We haven't in this, mm. you know. And there is a six-minute dance sequence. So you, Anna is six minutes long from start to finish. So, in the same sense that there's a um, there's a uh, musical score. Mm-hmm. that you're working with this, it's the same with the choreography as well that you, you have like a, ba- a base thing with the choreography no I, the choreographers is different I go in and I take that score and I do what I think it should be okay yeah. so where, where do you get your inspiration from when you're, when you're making that up that would be telling <laughs> <laughs> okay he has watched trade secret <laughs> films in the past yeah, absolutely <laughs> you, you, yeah you, you draw on you know I mean I have my mentors and people like yeah. Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire and stuff like that which you know because they are the geniuses and without them we wouldn't be here now talking about musicals because they were the ones that brought it forward um, so I take it but the music is so good you know, and Michael play it, and then I'll say, right, I'm going to, and then I look at the cast, and then I develop it out, and it comes out of the scene and the characters, you know, but it's all there. I haven't got to, um, I haven't got to make up characters for this, they're all there. Well, talk, talking about the characters, um, one of my favourite things about the musical, I haven't seen it, but one of my favourite things is, is the names. I just think they're absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> so, what, what, what are your names in the, um, in the, in the musical? Uh, I'm playing Adelaide, Miss Adelaide. And you're Sky, Sky Masterson. Masterson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not your real name, is it? <laughs> no. no, it's no not. But you'll have to watch the music. Oh, what his real name is. So, do you guys have a relationship or a friendship? How do you interact in, in um, Guys and Dolls? We are both we are both one halves of two different couples. Yeah. Um, so we are almost we we our worlds do merge. Mm. We are from similar Eventually. worlds, but we have mm. very different yeah. stories and different journeys through the play. Mm. And very similarly to what Bill and Michael were saying, the genius isn't just in the in the songs and in the music the book the text the lyrics are absolutely incredible so it's a joy as an actor to be able to arrive to this and be able to have something to really stick your teeth into yeah. this is not a frivolous musical where the the text is just padding until you get to the big number at the end yeah. this is all the way through it's absolute genius and approaching it like a Shakespearean character you know you go into it and you can, it's you read something and you go, oh, it's almost like it's done on purpose. Yeah. And I think, I think it's so rich because it does come from these stories, this novel. There's there's just countless stories, um, which are really helpful if you're doing this, doing a part mm. in Guys and Dolls, because you just look back at yeah, them and there are stories um, that, that, that in, you know, um, inform your character so much. Um, yeah, these are fully formed yeah. characters that have histories, dreams, desires and and a lot of downfalls as well mm. and, and all set in a, a 1930s uh, New York is that right or? Well, this is at late 40s early 50s mm. okay. era um, so a little bit later um, so a very cool period though 
Oh, quintessential cool. cool. I'm sure a lot of the boys are in their element being able to wear their trilbies and yeah. suits. They've never looked yeah. cooler. And the girls have never looked sexier. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic production, and um, sadly, um, it's completely sold out. Although there probably will be returns yeah. on the night, so do come along and yeah. uh, try and pick Absolutely. one up. Absolutely. Um, we have a couple of summer gala nights, which I don't think are completely sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find out more about these nights at gsmd.ac.uk forward slash summer gala but now I'll just take the opportunity to say thank you everybody for coming in and uh, sorry to see you go uh, but uh, looking forward to Guys and Dolls thank, thank you yes. thank you very much thank you cheers